are still at home wondering what am I to do, right? It is startling. But when you see young people take the initiative, which is very important, you know, because remember that our lives are our own. And after our parents grow us to a certain level, it is our responsibility to get up and say, all right, what do want to do now with myself? No, so I go, right? So I applaud everybody for taking the step, for taking the leap on your own selves to come into a program like this to set the course of your own lives. So give all the selves a big round of applause. So my story is not so unfamiliar. I'm sure you've heard stories like mine before, but I can always speak about my truth. I'm from Clarendon. Anybody here from Clarendon? No? Anybody here know nobody from Clarendon? There we go. There we go. Anybody ever been to Clarendon? Vera, the one I'm here to come from. Yeah, yeah, good. So I remember being a student at Clarendon College and wondering what will I do with myself after I've left high school. I was seeing a lot of things in my community, a lot of things that were loveless. I saw abuse, I saw killings, I heard stories of rape, I heard a lot of stories. And as you can imagine, in a community where the general and the, and the normal thing to do is that by the time I reach before, you're supposed to get pregnant. And then, you know, you know me at all, right? Yeah, get pregnant. Yeah, the cycle and stay at home and think and talk about, you know, which artists are on the road. That becomes a conversation. I had a different interest in entertainment though. I really wanted to not only talk about the artists, but talk about the artists on TV. And you have to understand that there's no radio stations and no television stations in Clarendon. Anybody know about none in Clarendon? No, don't it? Where are the radio stations and the television stations? In Kingston, don't it? In Mobay, exactly. So I made up in my mind that, all right, well, I don't really know how to get into the business of media. But I will figure it out, don't it? Good. My mother and my father only promised me one thing to send me to school. It is now my responsibility to figure out what it is that the rest of my life is going to look like. So I watch a little show on TV on Sunday daytime named Oprah Winfrey Show. Anybody watch the Oprah Winfrey Show? Yeah. And she chose to do television and media a good way. So she spoke about people's lives and people's struggles, but she did so not in a victimizing, oh my God, boo hoo hoo, you went through this bad episode in your life and you're a victim. But saying to you, okay, you went through this thing, but this is where you are you now and this is what you can actually do to better your life. You can do so much as anything. And I liked it. And I said to myself, well, you know what? I'm gonna go in television. So. I started to follow Oprah with the TV and look at the news reporters at night time and see what they might do. I applied to go to this school called Carmack at the University of the West Indies. I didn't get through, but I got through to language communication. So in my head now, may I say, all right then, language communication, I don't know what I'm going to look at, I don't know how I'm going to do it. So I take student loan, got into UWI, Decided never mind saying we are going to go on television. Come hell or high water. So I started hosting events on campus. So every little fashion show we are going up on campus, what I host, yeah man. I am there already. And I'm paying me a set, no problem. Stage show go up on campus, yep, yeah, I can do stage show, no problem. Alright, no problem. 
The Vice Chancellor of Unibet are having an event. You need a host? Sure. No problem. I am there. I'll find my own way, get my own clothes, everything. So I taught myself how to be a presenter on television and how to MC events by sheer determination alone. And that was because, one, I wanted to change the narrative of a narrative meaning what I had to say about myself. Because here people say about me, you know? Anybody over here, anybody inside here hear people say about you, know? Like they hear the stories, right? Or you know, you're good for nothing, or you're not turn out to be nothing, and sometimes you come from your family, don't it? We'll make it even worse. Because when you hear say auntie say, your head bigger, you can't learn nothing. And when you hear uncle say, she, she can come breathe and have children pitney. Enough to give it a chance, right? So while I was at UE, I went to several auditions. In fact, I probably went to a total of 10 television auditions, and I heard no 10 times. How many persons inside I would have given up if you heard no like the fifth time? Talk to show what Jesus never and shame the devil. Seriously. How many persons? No, it's good to be honest with ourselves, you know. You go five times at the audition and tell you no. Yes, all right, this is not for me again. You never probably you never go back, right? Okay, cool. Good. So but I decided in my mind that this is what's going to be for me. No problem. Because I love myself enough to give myself a chance. Right? So on the 10th time, I remember, I went. I did it. I had a problem reading the teleprompter. The teleprompter is a thing that the, the, the news anchors them read. So the words, the whole script come down this way on a television screen. And I don't have the experience because I don't have a teacher. But you see the bottom part of the television where the crawl is, where the extra news come and the bottom part around down here, sir. I say, all right, well, if you word them around the way, I can catch it. That means I'm supposed to catch it going this way. So I did that. And it worked. And I did my audition, but I didn't hear from them for like three months. Three months. I went through an episode of probably, I don't want to call it depression, but I know what I was feeling at that time because I lost my grandmother. I saw her die in front of me in the hospital. And then I didn't get no call back. So I say yes, so I say God, 10 times I still not at all. My grandmother dead. My mom will come out of UWM, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. My dream of being a television presenter, so go away, so I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. And I'll never forget it, October 12th, really? in the night, at about 10 o'clock, Trevor Johnson called me and said, come in tomorrow, you're going to start a show called E-Prime on TVJ. Anybody ever watched it before? In the news hour? And I did that show for five solid years. And I also did pay 95 of him as an as entertainment presenter as well. I'm telling you this story to tell you that sometimes you may think of yourself as not being able to achieve because of one where you come from. People that call, you, call me a country girl. I'm sure anybody here with different, you're here coming from a volatile area, they call it a get up person, get up girl, or get up boy, right? Yeah. If you're coming from a, 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 a space where your family is not rich, so them say, oh, but you can't turn out to be nothing because you don't have nobody to help you. Where your family there? Right? You may grow up, or you may be in an environment where you see other things around you and people and situations failing, and so you're feeling in your head say, this is going to be my story. And I'm here to tell you that one, 
This is going to come out very, very harsh, but this is the pain true of Jesus' love, right? Nobody is coming to save you. This is the plain truth. If you're here waiting on a savior, if somebody there will a call, a sweepstakes call, and say, yo, you're gonna be a millionaire, you win $10 million. It happened to some people, but trust and believe. For the majority of us, nobody now can come save you. Nobody has saved me. What saved me was myself. And this is the other part of it too. Sometimes you have to take your own life in your hand and decide to come. Hell or high water. If it means that I have to go without food. If it means that I have to go without clothes. If it means that I have to go listen while people talk and say, oh, can I things about me? But my mindset, so I'm going to look like a horse on a racetrack with blinders on. I am going to achieve my goal because I love myself enough to do good and great things. And I understand what I'm saying? Am I lose anybody? And I understand what I'm saying, right? And that's the reason I applaud you guys for taking this step and the leap to come here and to get the training that is available to you. You have to take this opportunity because when doors open, you have to just run in. And don't discount it because it's probably not the universe of the West Indies. Heart Trust NTA, I feel, turns out some of the best people. Some of the most well-equipped people, like when they come out into the world of work, they're ready to go. And I, 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 I feel that in today's society, if a lot more people with, and no matter them age, you know, you just need to start right where you are. If you can develop the kind of love where you have for yourself, to take the leap on yourself, to create the life that you want, write your own story, trust me, the possibilities are endless. And I hope that what I have shared with you will inspire you to activate that love in yourself so much so that you will take this opportunity and run like the wind with it and create the life that you want. Good? Good. So Donovan and I saw an alarming number of Murders happening and abuse happening was happening at the time with women and children. And then we thought about the fact that, you know, it's also happening with men. And we created the No Violence in Love campaign. And we pulled on several popular people in the industry, 21 persons total, to spread that message of love without violence. Because sometimes, I mean, we have been fed this narrative of the fact that uh, some women will say, why if the man not beat them? They don't love them. Have you guys heard that before? Yeah. yeah, right. And I think somehow in that socialization, we lost the meaning of what love is. And so we came up with this campaign. Then no one is going to go into it. I'm going to go into more than the Love Arts Love campaign. Clap Deborah, be so please. That's Debbie's story. And I want to tell you two more stories. And you're going to see how much you can fit your own story into these stories and develop your own patterns. And the first story I'm going to tell you about is the story of a farmer who had a whole heap of land, land probably as big as downtown Kingston here. And he heard that other farmers had land that had gold, but that gold was in an area like uptown. So he wanted uptown land to get some gold. So what he did was he sold his land 
for cheap to persons who wanted to buy his land. And he bought a piece of land uptown. And two months later, the person who bought his land found gold and developed it. And this is a true story, by the way. It's one of the biggest gold mines in the world in Africa. The farmer who sold the gold eventually went to a pond and drowned himself because he did not know what gold looked like in its raw state. Because gold looked black enough, gold don't look shiny. Gold don't look like this. Gold is black and dirty, but it requires work. Sometimes we have things in our minds, in our environments, in our communities that we need to brush off and turn into gold. Jamaica is a country that turned out seven genres of music. Did you know that? Yeah. Seven genres of music. Mental, hip-hop, dancehall, yeah. rocksteady, scat, um, EDM, reggae. No other country in the world has that distinction. But you know why that was so? Because Jamaican people know how to turn sufferation into gold. You are part of that Jamaican community. You are all golden. Your only duty is to refine your mind and turn it into what? Turn it into what? Turn it into what? No, man, when I hear it, it's still last silver. Turn it into what? Gold. You are golden. You have to mind your mind, just like how the man needs to mind the land for gold and find it. There's another story I'm going to tell you about another man who took what he had and turned it into more than gold. The man was born in New York to Jamaican parents. He, his mother didn't have any money. She sent him back to Jamaica. To stay with him, granny. You know a story like that? Yeah. Only well, people got foreign and all the money, and then my baby had sent by the child, right? The child went to the market with his grandmother. This is the 1930s, there about. And when he was at the market, he heard them sing songs. Deo, me say deo. They like come on me one go home. Me say them, me say them, me say them, me say deo. They like come on me one go home. You know the song? Come, Mr. Tally, come, Tally, me banana. They like, come on, me one go home. And that artist, well, he wasn't an artist then, he was a little boy. He went back to New York when his mother got some money. And he got into theater and music. And he recorded those songs that he heard at the market with his grandmother. He compiled an album called Calypso. And that album became the first album in the world to sell a million copies. First album in the world. Not the first black man, first white man. The first album in the world to sell a million copies was Calypso by an artist by the name of Harry Belafonte. Harry Belafonte took his million selling money, went to Kenya, got students, brought them to America. One such student on scholarship from Harry Belafonte market woman some money was Barack Obama Sr. While on scholarship, Barack Obama Sr. met Barack Obama's mother and they had Barack Obama. 40 plus years later, we had who? Barack Obama, the President of the United States. So you see where market woman song? Where you think now of no value? 
turned out presidents. If it wasn't for the songs, there would be no Barack Obama. Because there would be no money to get scholarship to come to America. And he wouldn't meet a white lady and have a son. You are all golden people. You have to know that. You have to feel that. You have to have your own powers in yourself. And know that you too can turn out presidents. Your creations. The things you see every day and take them for granted. People are taking them and turning them into gold. The only difference is how you think about those things. And often we think bad about them because we don't love them and we don't love ourselves. We see violence as the order of the day. We see bad mind as the order of the day. But if we here, you, the 65 of you that are right here, turn around the narrative of bad mind, violence, debauchery, slackness, indecency, and turn that into love of self, respect, patience, order, kindness, freedom, you will find yourself turning the very things that you have into gold mines. You'll be rich, rich people. Harbella Fonte is rich. Half a market woman sang to the day. He's very rich. When Nelson Mandela came to New York, the first person he saw was Harry. You know why? Because Harry sent money to help fight apartheid. Yeah. We'd see a market woman money, you know. Yeah. Harry Belafonte took his money and became the highest fundraiser for the civil rights movement. He and Martin Luther King were friends, tightest friends. That's from market woman. Deo! Me say Deo! They like come man, me want go home. I go home, the market woman, they want go home here. You think they know so the man like song where people are going to take Canton president? They didn't know that. Because they weren't thinking like that. But that's how culture works. You are part of a royal priesthood. Your only duty is to assert your hearship and step forward in your greatness. How many of you here believe you're great? Nah, man. How many of you here believe you're great? So after three, I want to hear you say, I am great. One, two, three. I'm great. After three again, I love myself. One, two, three. I love myself. After three, you're going to say that together. I am great. I love myself. One, two, three. I am great. I love myself. Stand up and let me hear that now, man. Come on, come on. We're going to have church in here this morning. Everybody stand up. Feel it. Stretch it out. One, two, three, go! I am great. I love myself. I can do anything I want. I can do anything I want. I am powerful. I am powerful. I am going to rise to my occasion. I am going to rise to my occasion. What has been told about me? What has been told about me? Is nothing compared to what will be told of me. Nothing compared to what will be told. I am powerful. I am powerful. I am here. I am here. And I will be greater still. And I will be greater still. Slap yourselves, please. And that's what no violence in love is. Don't give yourself no violence that fight against your own self. Love yourself. Be great. Be productive. Thank you very much. Oh, 
So that's no violence love. I want you to take that to your communities. Take that message. Bring that message in yourself of self-love. Don't harbor any energy around you that's not loving. Don't have no loose talk. Don't have no weak talk because it compromises your nervous system and make you anxious and nervous and always think that something will go wrong. No, no, go so. To be great, you have to be focused. And to be focused, you have to be disciplined. To find that discipline, you have to love yourself. All right? Thank you very much. So that was the keynote presentation for the first stop in the No Violence and Love campaign for girls that happened at Hard Trust NTA in Kingston, Jamaica. Um, we're going to be making a couple more stops, as I told you in the last episode. Uh, so stay dope. Remember to love yourself, love others. Love is what we bring. All right.